0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Campaigns blitz South Carolina. Now we're gonna win the third time. I just got one more. I've got to catch up to. First responders killed. To the families, Minnesota mourns with you. Dangerous western weather. I don't know what's going to happen in the next few days. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan in Charleston, South Carolina, with the CBS World News Roundup. It'll be a week of intense campaigning ahead of Saturday's Republican presidential primary in this state. The polls have former President Trump with a more than 30-point lead over former Governor Nikki Haley, and there's attention focused on Michigan, too, a key swing state that votes next. CBS's Caitlin Huey Burns is with me here in South Carolina. Making his pitch to voters in Michigan this weekend, Donald Trump took it. Aim at Friday's ruling in his civil fraud trial. The case is a complete and total sham. It's a sham case. And while Trump is already shifting his attention to the general election, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley is focused on Trump in her home state's Republican primary this Saturday. Everything he touches, we lose. As polls showed Trump with a commanding lead, Haley is now pointing to his legal cases as a liability. He said himself he's gonna spend more More time in a courtroom than on the campaign trail. We can't win like that. Yet many of Trump's supporters are standing by him. I think some of it is politically motivated. Look at where you're at now versus where you were four years ago, and you'll realize you are much better off than Trump as president. Now to Burnsville, Minnesota, outside Minneapolis, where three first responders were killed yesterday, two police officers and a paramedic, when shots were fired when they responded to a call for help. Maryelle Mose of CBS News Minnesota has more. It's a really hard day for our public safety family. We're hurting. Law enforcement officials say they were heartbroken after a shooting rattled Burnsville in the early hours of Sunday morning. When officers got to the scene, they spent quite a bit of time negotiating with this individual who was barricaded in the home. Then, police say the situation escalated into gunfire. And the fire truck to the front of the house recovered. Three first responders were killed during the shootout. Jason Skog lives nearby and said he was ordered to shelter in place. A uh, series of gunfires really rapid, like. Last night, the Burnsville community gathered for a vigil to remember the lives lost. We know that our community is broken right now and our hearts are heavy. An intense search is into its fourth day for the person who shot and killed two people at the University of Colorado, Colorado Springs. CBS's Nancy Chen. Students say they heard gunfire come from a University of Colorado dorm room just before 6 a.m. Friday. Minutes later, police made a grisly discovery. Two deceased individuals, each with at least one gunshot wound. Investigators believe the shooting was targeted and the victims knew their attacker. I never would have thought there would be a shooting at college. Today, in lieu of class, university leaders are inviting students in the surrounding community for a day of healing honor the victims. Police in Indianapolis say a dispute between two groups of people ended with gunfire at a Waffle House. One person was killed, five wounded, no arrests have been made. Now to California. CBS's Carter Evans has the latest on another round of severe storms. Overnight, the latest storm slammed into California, triggering flash floods. It's kind of freaky and a little bit scary. Already up to the front steps, Dennis Hoagland is worried about flood water ruining the foundation of his home in Sonoma County. We've been here for the past six, seven years. We've never had water up this high before. California is still recovering from historic storms earlier this month that left several people dead and caused hundreds of landslides. More than 400 people have been detained by police in Russia for visiting memorials and monuments that have become tributes to the late opposition leader Alexei Navalny. Navalny's mother says she was denied access to a morgue where his body is believed to be now. CBS's Cammie McCormick has more on what Navalny's widow is saying. Yulia Navalny is calling on her husband's supporters to battle Vladimir Putin with greater fury than ever. She said Putin killed her husband. The Kremlin has denied involvement but says it is investigating his death at a Russian prison. A missile attack by Yemen's Houthi rebels damaged a Belize-flagged ship traveling through the strait that connects the Red Sea to the Gulf of Aden, forcing the crew to abandon ship. And the Palestinian foreign minister today accused Israel of apartheid and urged the UN's top court to declare that Israel's occupation of lands sought for a Palestinian state is illegal and must end. CBS's Holly Williams has the latest this morning on the war in Gaza. At Al-Aqsa Hospital, the race to save lives never stops. The bloodshed and the grief know no age limits. In the central Gaza Strip, another neighbourhood has been left splintered. We were cooking at home when suddenly the entire house fell on us, says Iman Subhi. They're humiliating us. Netanyahu will be punished. Israel says it cannot eliminate Hamas without moving into Rafah in southern Gaza, where around one and a half million Palestinians are now sheltering. But the U.S. is warning against a ground assault without a credible plan to protect civilians. The Biden administration says the government intends to provide $1.5 billion to the computer chip company Global Foundries to expand domestic production in New York and Vermont. A late-night TV bit is now the subject of a lawsuit. Will George Santos say that? Hey, Ron's wine. Ron wants you to call him George. But then again, not George because his name's Ron. I'm George. Former Congressman George Santos is suing ABC's Jimmy Kimmel. Santos alleges he was tricked into making videos on the Cameo app that were used on air to make fun of him. CBS's Monica Ricks tells us one movie dominated at a major award show. BAFTA goes to Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer cleaned up at the BAFTAs, winning seven awards, including Best Film, Director, and Best Actor for Star Killian Murphy. You know, one man's monster is another man's hero, and that's why I love movies, because we have a space to celebrate and interrogate and investigate that complexity. Poor Things also picked up five BAFTAs, including Best Actress for its star, Emma Stone. Tony, thank you for the line, I must go punch that baby. It was life changing for me. The award shows known as the British Oscars. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. He may be running for president, but Donald Trump is still in business. That's the real deal. A day after Donald Trump announced his new sneaker line, a Russian CEO has won an autographed pair of his golden Never Surrender high tops after placing the highest bid, $9,000, at Philadelphia Sneaker Con. Roman Scharf, founder of a luxury watch dealer, says he plans to pass them down to his children one day, but for now, they'll be on display in his office. The shoes with an American flag on the back and Mr. Mr. Trump's signature on the right toe cost $399 and reportedly sold out in less than two hours. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. A salute to Parker Bird, sophomore on the East Carolina baseball team. The school says he's the first Division I athlete to play in a game with a prosthetic leg. He had one amputated after a 2022 boating accident. Bird drew a walk in one at bat and was replaced by a pinch runner. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kaffin, CBS News. Stephen Colbert here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is our podcast. I'm here with my producer, Becca. Becca, what can people expect on the podcast? The extended moments, for sure. Where can people get that? On The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert, wherever you get your podcasts. I use the internet. I'm Mo Rocca, and I'm excited to announce season four of my podcast, Mobituaries. I've got a whole new bunch of stories to share with you about the most fascinating people and things who are no longer with us. From famous figures who died on the very same day to the things I wish would die, like buffets, listen to mobituaries with Moraka on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.